0: Hey there curious minds and self-improvement dabblers, welcome to Me, Myself and My Best Self, the podcast where we casually navigate the maze of personal growth without the hype. No promises of overnight transformations or grand life revelations here, just real talk, relatable stories and a few laughs as we figure out this whole becoming our best selves thing. I'm Claire Bennett, your guide through the maze of life's quirks and challenges. Let's wander through it together. No pressure, no perfection, just a touch of curiosity. So welcome back. Episode two is here and I've decided to embrace my nerdiness this week by diving into some psychology theories of well-being. Don't worry, I'll keep it light but informative. So in the vast world of well-being, two main theories take the spotlight, hedonic and eudaimonic. It's like a dance between chasing pleasure, hedonic, and searching for meaning, eudaimonic. Um, Let's talk about them in a way that won't put you to sleep, I promise. Um, So hedonic well-being is known as the pursuit of happiness, chasing those moments that bring instant joy and gratification. On the flip side, eudaimonic well-being is about finding fulfillment through deeper connections to values and virtues. Okay, so let's start with eudaimonic well-being. Achieving eudaimonia or human flourishing involves living a virtuous and meaningful life. It's the first suggest. it was first suggested by the philosopher Aristotle. Um, this theory is one that is not as well understood, um, but I like to look at this one as your guiding principles to life. It's a long-term strategy. And you are not necessarily going to see instant results, but over time, it will definitely reap the benefits. Um, pursuing new demonic well-being involves living a life that is virtuous, meaning morally good, and involve characteristics such as courage, wisdom, justice, temperance, and compassion. Now, virtuous. Um. Obviously, there's different characteristics depending on different religions, different cultures. Um. But this one is about understanding your own virtues and living by them it also involves getting to know yourself so your strengths your weaknesses your values your passions um and this self reflection needs to be a journey of continuous learning so like anything we change with time we change with experience we change with context so it's about really getting to know who you are in every situation the good and the bad um Goal time again. Um, not just any goals though. These are the big, meaningful ones that make your heart do a happy dance. And it's about identifying them, committing to them, and chasing them like you're trying to pursue your favorite snack. Um, you also need to invest in positive connections and relationships, like you're building a dream team for life's world ride. Uh, these are the relationships that are built on trust, honesty, mut- mutual commitment. Um, but also there's actually been some um, more research out um, lately about relationships because and how you can beat loneliness. Um, and one of those things is that it's not just about having social interactions, but it's about having those interact, those positive social interactions um, and an ongoing basis and on a daily basis. And um, also live mindfully, regularly sorry, regularly check in um, to your actions, your motivations and reactions. Um, it's like having a built in compass that keeps you heading in the right direction. So i noticing when you react to certain things or for me, I, di- I did this at the beginning of the year. I used to hate it. Um, when you're driving along and you pull over to let someone pass and they don't say thank you. It used to drive me insane. Um, and then I realised, actually, this is my problem, not necessarily theirs. Um, but it's made, it's made driving a little bit better for me because I'm I'm not angry every time someone doesn't say thank you and I do a nice thing. Um, also, Reason. The next one is reason and critical thinking are your sidekicks. So make choices that make sense and align with your values and your long-term goals. Um, my, one of my favorites. Never stop the curiosity curiosity train. So keep learning, keep reflecting, and unlocking deeper insights into yourself and the and the world. Um, And embrace challenges. Yes, bring them on. View those hurdles as opportunities to flex your super well-being muscles. Overcoming difficulties is like discovering your own superpowers and it builds resilience. Without challenges, we don't become resilient. So that's eudaimonic well-being. So now look now let's move on to hedonic well-being now this is often seen as the fun one the one that most of us seek living hedonically involves seeking pleasure maximizing positive experiences and avoiding pain now a uh sorry hedonic well-being does get a bad rap and is the pursuit that can lead to too much of a good thing you also have the concept of the hedonic treadmill This is when, in general, people have a baseline of happiness and that they return to this baseline no matter what happens in their life. So, for example, you buy a new car, you eat a delicious meal or you get that promotion or even you win the lottery. The novelty soon wears off and people return to that typical level of happiness. And this has been shown time and time again. And so... If we all have a typical level of happiness or well-being, then what is the point of pursuing something when we are likely to fall back to our norm? But there is some good news. According to research, 40% of our happiness is within our control. Now that's, that 40% differs in terms of what you look at, but it's around 40%. 50% is to do with your basically your genetics. Um, and 10% of it is about your context. So where you were born, uh, where you live, uh, who your parents are. Um, but 40% is still a big number to be able to have within your control. Um, and if we just lead a hedonic life, although it could be fun, um, it does have its pitfalls. So constant pursuit of pleasure without balance can result in burnout or lead to addictive behaviours whether substance related or otherwise um, and this impacts both physical and mental health um, it may foster fleeting relationships so focusing on immediate enjoyment rather than those deeper connections so as said before the research does show that it's not just about having lots of social interactions it's about having those interactions that are meaningful overspending on immediate gratifications may have long-term financial repercussions and could cause stress. Hey look we've all done it, gone out, bought that dress, need the shoes, need the handbag but that gratification only lasts for so long. Hedonic pleasures may offer temporary satisfaction but often lack deeper fulfillment and purpose Um, and this could result in mood fluctuations based on external factors. On the flip side, living a wholly eudaimonic life while fulfilling comes with its own set of challenges. So it might lead to rigidity. Staying true to your values and chasing long term goals might make you a bit too structured. Um, Occasional FOMO, making choices for the greater good can leave you yearning for immediate joy and that feeling of missing out. Um, and it can also put a restraint on relationships. So it's all about finding that balance between personal, pers- sorry, personal aspirations and growth and being the friend and partner or family member that um, you want or you're meant to be. So when you look at this, there's eudaimonic and hedonic um, and there's good and bad on both. Um, so what's the magic formula? Well, it is all about balance. Um, and here are some suggestions. So identify those pleasurable activities, uh, reflect on what brings you joy and make time for those activities. So always that delaying gratification is not always a good thing. You need to be able to just go and have some fun, let your hair down and um, Prioritize self-care. So take care of your physical and mental well-being, um, and see that as a as a positive activity. So find something you love to do um, that helps your physical or your mental well-being. Um, build positive relationships. Cultivate meaningful connections with others. Um, indulge in enjoyable experiences. Um, let yourself enjoy them. So be mindful, um, practice being fully engaged and enjoy the activities. So if you're going to have that lovely three course meal, then enjoy every single bite um, and let yourself enjoy it without feeling guilty the day after because your goal is to lose weight or this that, and the other. Enjoy it guilt-free. Balance it. Her- hedonism with responsibility so balance the two enjoy the moment but keep long-term goals in mind so for example if you're gonna go um have a day off from chasing your goals or have two days off have a week off but come back to it as regenerated and and feeling like you can then carry on Cultivate positive emotions. Focus on gratitude, joy and contentment. Um, Gratitude is one that gets lots of good rap. Think about what you're thankful for every day. Um, Avoid excessive behaviour. So moderation is a key to a healthy lifestyle. Incorporate playfulness. Playfulness. Remember like when you're a kid, you just used to giggle at the funniest things. If you go back, think what you used to enjoy as a kid um, and maybe start to add those things into your life. Dance around the kitchen to your favourite music or infuse some playfulness into your daily life um, and celebrate achievements. Acknowledge and celebrate your successes. So as you're going through these, like I think I mentioned this last week, but as you're setting goals and going through them, um. Celebrate the small wins. It's not all about that big destination. Um, and people, especially now at the moment, everyone keeps talking about having a more balanced life. Um, they, want to, they want to feel more balanced in their home and their work and all of this. And I really think they're referring a balance between this hedonic and new demonic rather than a balance between life and work and family and all of those other things, money. And, and I actually think that hedonic and eudaimonic, when you kind of get that balance right, um, then you are living, Then sorry, you're having a balance of both pursuits of well-being that can result in a life well-lived. Um, I'm not sure a 50-50 balance of hedonic and eudaimonic is probably right for me maybe in my 20s a 50-50 split might have been about right and maybe it was more hedonic than eudaimonic but for me now I think an 80-20 split eudaimonic being the 80 is a really good balance for me Um, and people think oh 80-20 but that's in a week that's kind of whole day to be hedonic and the rest eudaimonic but it's about I think mixing it up so having that dessert with that dinner um having that that real that hour to myself for self-care every day um so yeah I think it's about that I think this when people talk about balanced life it's about getting this balance right and it's it's going to be a different balance for everyone um, at different times of your life. Um, Like, I'll be honest, this weekend, I probably enjoyed a more hedonic experience. Um, I went away for the weekend to Brighton. For those of you that don't know Brighton, it's a great place to have a good time. Um, To put it in context, it is a firm favourite with Hen and Stag Do's, although there weren't too many there in November. Um, I probably, no, not probably, I definitely ate and drank too much danced till my feet hurt um and definitely slept to too little but it still had elements of eudaimonic well-being well I'm gonna try and infuse them but I traveled with two of my best friends we've been friends for over 30 years and spending time with them is always meaningful um I was also mindful and present I enjoyed every moment um, and I think that I enjoyed it more because I don't get to do it every weekend. So I savoured the experience. Definitely in my 20s when I was out four days out of seven, um, probably didn't enjoy it as much as like having that one weekend every few months to go away. Um, and I'm so grateful for the weekend experience, it, despite despite the slight hangover. Um, but great weekend um, and now it's probably back to uh, taking care of my body because it definitely takes me longer to get over them. Um, but on that note, my fellow wanderers, um, it brings us to the end of episode two. Uh, we've demystified the dance between hedonic and eudemonic well-being, discovering the joys and pitfalls of each. Whether you're grooving to the thrill of pleasure or walks into the depth of meaning, the magic lines lies in finding your balance. So here's the golden ticket. Identify what brings you joy. Prioritise self-care. Build positive connections and embrace the joyful moments. Blend hedonism with responsibility. Infuse playfulness and celebrate your victories, big or small. Life is a dance and your rhythm is uniquely yours. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What topics do you want us to explore in the future episodes? Do you have any personal stories or experiences you'd like to share on the podcast? Whether it's a success story, a learning moment or just a funny antidote, I'm all ears. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook um, at Claire for Living or send me an email at hello at Claire don't be shy. Let's make this a two-way conversation. After all, we're on this journey of self-discovery together. Um, as we wrap up, remember, it's not about perfection. It's about the journey. Keep wandering, stay curious, and until next time, this is Claire Bennett sing- singing off, signing off from me, myself, and my best self. Happy exploring.